Welcome to the Property Voice Podcast, helping you to navigate safely through the world of property investing. Get the lowdown and updates, insights and outcomes on all matters property with a splash of entertainment along the way. The Property Voice, a voice to trust among the crowd. Now, let's get started with your host, Richard Brown. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Voice podcast. My name is Richard Brown and as always, it's a pleasure to have you join me again on the show today. Well, um, have you had a dry January? (laughs) Um, Some people won't have a clue what I'm talking about, but um, many of you will probably. Um, I've just completed dry January. I started actually before New Year's Eve, which is a bit silly, but um, I did that and I thought, yeah, it was a good idea just to have a little bit of a reset, a bit of a detox talked about reset last time, obviously. Um, you know, just have a bit of a healthy start to the year, really. Um, it's Monday and, you know, tradition, as tradition would have it, I'd be sat here with a glass of something in my hand as I'm talking to you. Well, indeed, I do have a glass of something in my hand. It's um, it's a G&T, but it's not a gin and tonic. It's a ginger liqueur and tonic. So um, I'm going to carry on the, uh, the dry uh, spell, so to speak. Um, not forever. Um, yeah, I was trying to find out if there were a decent substitute alcoholic drinks, and um, I haven't found a decent one for wine uh, just yet. So I might I might stick to the odd ginger and tonic, or uh, there's some there's some fairly nice uh, non-alcoholic uh, sort of beers around. So maybe that'll be okay. But I think I might have the odd glass of wine still. There we go. So um, anyway, um, less of that. Uh, we're into February now, second month of the year already. So uh, hopefully um, you participated to some extent um, with the reset challenge. And if not my reset challenge, your own personal reset challenge, if you like, for the this year. Difficult times, obviously, knowing what to do, you know, what to predict. But uh, hopefully you've got a way forward that's mapped out for you. And I was thinking to myself, what will I share with you this week? Um, I had a couple of ideas, obviously, but I was trying to, you know, let it sort of mull over, stew over in my mind um, what I would share with you. Um, you can probably tell just by the way I'm talking that I, I haven't got anything scripted to say, which, you know, sometimes makes for a, a more fluid experience, let's just say that. And I guess what, what I did want to talk to you today is the idea of having uh, buddies around us, um, in, a, in, a, in a word, really, buddies. So just people around us who are sharing similar uh, pathway, journey, uh, similar values, similar principles, um, similar outlook, really, similar challenges. So I think very often, you know, we, I, I obviously use the term the one percenters that we're often wanting to be in the top one percent, not necessarily pure financial terms. It's also a way of thinking and, um, you know, a, a, an ethos, if you like, or a lifestyle or approach to life. You know, the idea of personal development and growth isn't for everyone, for example. Um, Wanting to run your own business in some shape or form isn't for everyone. Wanting to be a professional investor or developer isn't for everyone. So it is a minority sport. And uh, being a minority sport, things can get a little bit, well, you know, lonely at times, uh, a bit isolated uh, and a little bit, um, you know, backed into the corner, so to speak, occasionally. So I wanted to talk about the idea of buddies, and and it really the the reason it came to mind is that uh, I've had a few buddies recently who I've connected with uh, of my own, and and it just made me realise, and not just realise, but really appreciate having that um, camaraderie, that support, 
um, around me. And so, you know, I, I have a community of my own, uh, a little inner, inner circle, if you like. And I would say that I kind of facilitate or, or lead that community. I have a, uh, occasionally I have these apprentice programs. By the way, there's another one about to launch soon. So if you're interested, uh, you know, say so now. Um, and in many of those apprentices have gone on to join my mastermind community, which is kind of a rolling gig, really. And I'd say 80% of the apprentices have gone into the mastermind community. And that's very much a give and a get experience of having, how I, was, I was having this conversation um, interestingly, with uh, a, a buddy, oh, I won't really call him a buddy at the moment, a potential mentor um, of my own uh, earlier today, literally. And um, I would just, I don't want to give any anything away, but I was talking to a fairly senior person in the, uh, let's say the property sector, generally speaking, I don't want to say too much. And, um, and really, the idea would be to try and, you know, learn from that person um, maybe they've got a little black book, which is bigger than my little black book, uh, of contacts. Maybe they can give some, some tips and pointers, uh, because they've gone down the path, um, for a couple of decades or so more than me. So, um, I was having that conversation, but I was also making the point that it's a given again. And so maybe they would have the opportunity of giving to support myself and some other people, good people who've got some, uh, got a vision, but also to get, because, you know, maybe they've got some, objectives in life that we could support too. And I think that's important when you're talking about a a mentoring relationship. It's a give and a get. So if you are being mentored, also consider what you could do to help your mentor. And in fact, if you are a mentor, look for ways in which your mentee can help you learn and grow and facilitate your own experience. I don't mean take advantage or anything like that. I literally mean we can all learn from one another. So it's good to surround ourselves really with with good people. So I was talking about that in my community, I have people that I'm coach and facilitating and leading through programs and and mastermind groups. From a peer-to-peer point of view, the people in the mastermind group have got each other. They've obviously got me. So we get together, you know, at least twice a month because we have one main mastermind group and some, we call them special interest groups. So, um, you know, people get together in, in those groups, you know, so a couple of times, a, a, did I say a year? I meant a month. And, um, you know, to, to share what's going on to maybe, in fact, there was, there was one member I noticed had started ducking out of a couple of meetings. And I thought to myself, well, where is she? I'm not going to mention any names, but, you know, I just noticed that she kind of dipped out of a couple of meetings. So I kind of I'd connected on and off, obviously, over the time I'd spotted her absence. And she said she had a lot going on. And yeah, I knew that wasn't true. <laughs> well, I'm sure it is true, but I knew it wasn't the whole story. And so the last time I missed the mastermind meeting, I thought, come on, what's going on? And uh, she basically said she wasn't in a great place. And she didn't feel that she had anything to contribute, to give to the group right now, which is why she had ducked out of a meeting. My actual response was even more reason to be a part of it. It sometimes, you know, we we're, you know, it's a season of giving and sometimes it's a season of receiving. Sometimes it's us who are making the contribution and sometimes it's us who are receiving uh, on the receiving end if you like from other people. And if we're a little in a bit of a funk I've actually used that word with a few people and they go, what? <laughs> if you're in a bit of a funk, as the Americans, I think, would say, 
Um, um, I heard Serena Williams use that phrase, so um, I'm quoting somebody of uh, high, high talent. Um, if you're in a bit of a funk and you don't know what to do, then it's really good to have someone that you can talk to. And uh, that could be on an informal basis. It could be on a formal basis. So having some kind of accountability buddy or group is a really good idea. Um, but it doesn't have to be a big, you know, a big deal. You don't have to pay thousands of pounds uh, and have a big formal program. There's, you know, you can reach out to people on a casual basis. But I think um, when there's a joint commitment from the parties, it works the best. So in, in my own case, I have, um, well, in fact, I, I'm looking for an, a mentor to help me at the next phase of my own growth. I'm looking at a foundation now. So I need somebody to mentor me who's got that sort of experience, you know, um, sort of multi-million pound foundation. And that's that's where I'm headed. So I, I kind of need that guidance, that input. Uh, but equally, I've been in a mastermind community myself of what I call like-minded peers, you know, running businesses of a similar size and perhaps with different emphasis that can bring in different ideas into, into me. Um, and equally, I've got a couple of property buddies, I call them, um, literally. And, you know, we, we get, get, get together now and again. Obviously, we don't get together physically quite so much as we had been <laughs> until recent times. But we, we, we have a call. We have a catch-up. We swap notes. If there's something on our mind, hey, what would you do in this situation? And there's a massive, there's a lot of trust, there's a lot of um, integrity, and there's a lot of mutual respect between us in that context. So, you know, people who are, you know, in, in the arena, you know, uh, Brene Brown talks about, um, don't, don't give me advice unless you're in the arena. In fact, she doesn't say don't give me advice. She says, I'm not going to take advice unless you're in the arena, just like me. She's re referring to the gladiatorial arena. Um, and, and, you know, unless you've been in, the, in that sort of situation, it's really hard, actually, to un fully understand what's going on. So I'm fortunate enough, I'm blessed enough to have a few proxy buddies. Um, so thank you, um, if you're listening, for uh, just being there sometimes, you know, when I'm going to, I've had a frustrating day, had some bad news today, or difficult news, let's say that. It was good, I just pinged off a, a message to one of my buddies, and they came back, and they kind of used to strike the balance between, it's tough times, but you kind of need to dust yourself off and pick yourself up and go again, you know? So it's great just to have that. Or, hey, what do you do in this situation? And just expand your thinking. So I've got a couple of property buddies. I've got I've been in a mastermind group. I've got a mentor. Um, I've got my, my mastermind community, my own community um, I can go to. And literally, uh, one of the other things that happened today, we've got the TPV Book Club. So it's just an informal group. Uh, again, it's just people who want to take reading to a slightly higher level. Nothing, you know, too highbrow. Um, we don't, you know, critically analyze books that we read, but we choose a book of the month uh, between us and uh, we read it, we get together, we talk about it. But equally, here's an interesting spin. We talk about what difference it will make to us as a result of reading it. And so the philosophy or the thinking is if we just implement one thing from each book, that'll be 12 new things, 12 areas of growth during the course of a year, just because of reading the books and getting different insights. And here's the thing, having accountability with one another. And that brings me effectively, quite nicely, uh, full circle to what prompted this uh, particular episode today. And so, um, in, you know, follow, we had a book club meeting. And during the course of that meeting, we talked about um, what 
what might we do differently as a result of reading the book? We read a book called The Midas Method, um, which was uh, yeah voted to to be read. And um, one of the most um, you know common things or, or prevalent you know, ideas, if you like, in the book The Midas Method was the idea of affirmations and visualization, essentially. And um, in my own case, visualization is something I know intrinsically is good for me, but I struggle. I actually struggle. I mean, don't, don't you think sometimes that change is difficult? There's a, sometimes friction. Well, there is because we get ingrained. We get we get programmed uh, to follow uh, follow a certain path, don't we? And um, if we're trying to change that path in some way, then there's some inertia to get going. There's some friction or resistance which gets in the way. Sometimes we have to form a new habit because you know if we we sometimes it's willpower that gets us going, but it's habit that keeps us going. So we have to you know stick at something long enough, uh, normally between 21 and 75 days, to kind of make it a a permanent habit, permanent change because old habits die hard. So we're trying to introduce something new. That's what comes in. And I'll get back to my point, which was um, at the end of the book club today, we talked about, well, what are we going to do differently? And um, like I say, in my own case, it was introducing visualizations into my current morning routine. So I I got back on the saddle, if you like, with morning routines uh, fairly recently. Uh, I'm quite happy with the routine I have now. But what I decided to do was not overdo it right at the first, you know, right from the beginning. So I just wanted to add one thing to it, you know, here and there, not just the morning routine, actually just daily routine. So I thought it was time to add visualization, but I've struggled. And so I just suggested at the end of the uh, call today, why don't we just set up a little WhatsApp group, a little buddy group, uh, maybe for the next 30 days between this book club book club meeting and the next book club meeting and then we can just swap notes you know so for me it's visualization for the other guys i think there was some affirmations there was some goal setting there was actually being kind to want to to yourself that somebody uh, wanted to do and they realized that they weren't really very kind to themselves very compassionate to themselves uh didn't treat themselves so um that was an interesting revelation in itself so there we go. So we've formed this little informal buddy group. We're just going to, you know, swap notes effectively uh, during the course of the next uh, month. We're just going to say, have you done what you said you're going to do? Do you need any help? And we're just going to be there for one another. So that's it, really. I, I just wanted to talk about this idea of um, having buddies around you. Um, it, it does get a, a lonely old trail. It can get, you know, it can get, you can get isolated. And, you know, it's just good. I mean, especially now, let's face it, within this pandemic era that we seem to be going through, a never-ending pandemic, you know, lockdowns, quasi-lockdowns, isolation, you name it, you know, we're going through this. We don't know when it's going to end. I mean, hopefully vaccines, but, you know, social distancing, I don't know, it's going to be around for a while, isn't it? So what I'm saying is it's great to have those connections, to have that personal contact, to have the opportunity to give and to receive. Uh, from, you know, whether it's a, a one-to-one buddy relationship, a formal mentoring relationship, or a small small group of like-minded peers. So I just want to encourage you, really, um, if you haven't got a buddy, um, well, you know, maybe we can help in that respect, but go find one. Go find a buddy. Don't do this alone. There will be times when you will be the giver into, you know, the situation, and there will be times in which you will be the receiver in the situation. But don't do this alone. Don't struggle alone is my message. So go find yourself a buddy. Go find a friend.
<laughs> and um, if you if you need one, you know, just send me a message. You know, you can even join our book club. There's a bit of a qualification criteria, I should add. Um, but, you know, we'll cross that bridge later. But, we'll, you know, if you feel that you need some somebody to talk to, if you feel that it would be beneficial, um, this I'm talking about on an informal basis. I'm not even talking about some sort of paid-for program here. Um, you know, just I just think, you know, my heart is that we shouldn't be doing things alone. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a lonely old trail, so it can be a difficult journey if we try and do it all alone. So don't don't do it alone. So that's it, really. It's not a long message, as you can tell. Um, I'm going to have another sip of my uh, G and T in a second, but I just want to say um, the show notes are going to be over at the website, thepropertyvoice.net. And of course, if you'd like to talk to to me about anything from today's show, then you can email me podcast at thepropertyvoice.net, and I'd be delighted to hear from you. But uh, until next time on the Property Voice podcast, it's Judge Cal. Thank you for listening today. Now head over to thepropertyvoice.net for more inspirational content and get updates through our mailing list. Join us next time on the Property Voice podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to rate us on iTunes.